A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Richard Porter. I'm Johnny Smith. And this is Smith & Sniff, a podcast in which two friends talk about cars and many other things live from Bentley. <laughs> wow. Wow. I feel that we're, we are in an area involving high-quality control. Yes. And I'm a little bit worried about said quality control. Uh, we'd be being sent back around. Yeah, absolutely. Torpedoed. <laughs> For people listening at home, we're in, and I still can't remember the bloody name of it, it's like called the Excellence Vehicle Quality Centre of Excellence. Oh, bloody hell, there's a lot of excellence. And um, right, What's it called? <laughs> it's called the, the it's official Centre of Excellence. Anyway, it's where all Bentleys come to have final checks to make sure they're absolutely perfect before they go off to their... Homes. Homes. New homes. Forever. I was thinking about that. I've been here all afternoon and I was watching some cars coming off the line and coming in here and then then a couple of American spec cars drove out of this big box behind us where they're photographed to make sure the paintwork is flawless and everything and they're not damaged before they leave the premises. And I was like, that was a GTC. Yeah. It's going off to someone 5,000 miles away and they'll be waiting for that car and they'll be really excited and I was sort of excited by proxy. I was like, those lucky bastards getting a new car. <laughs> and it looks so good. The lights in here, these LED lights, make everything look really shiny the light and is, good. The light, the light is perfect for a podcast. Absolutely, Absolutely perfect. Yes, it's really intimate, down low. Um, yeah. So you, you were here a bit later. Yes, I was. I turned up too early yeah. in excitement. And also because uh, Mike from Bentley Comms, who has organised this evening for us. Who we, say, we need to say a massive thank you thank to. Thank you to Mike. Because uh, it's, it's, it was his idea. He said, why don't you come along and talk absolute car bobbins next to some really expensive cars that are about to go off to their customers. And we were like, that sounds amazing. Sounds like the kind of thing we could do. We'll sort bring, of service we offer. Yeah. We'll bring a couple of banners and a, a flapjack. That banner's going to fall over, is it? So I, yeah, well, he promised me chips. It's mainly the reason I turned up early. And we had some chips in the canteen. They were quite good. And then I had a little look around the factory. It's really interesting. I bet it's good. Really interesting. There's loads of stuff going on. And some really nerdy facts. And as you know, I quite like a nerdy fact. You know the wood veneer? Yeah. It's a little known thing that I do. Uh, The wood veneer on the dashboard, it can't just be wood because that's not sort of not strong enough. It's, it's, layered its veneer on an aluminium substrate learned a word today it's a great word so but that gives them a problem aluminium metal cold if you put the wood straight on the metal yes the wood will be cold to the touch and that's unnatural wood that's cold to the touch is like a dead man's hand it's unpleasant yeah and they figured this out i don't know when presumably years ago so there's a kind of liner between the metal and the wood that you never know is there, but it means the wood is how wood should feel to you. It's warm-ish to the touch in your car. 
Do you want another one? That's a good fact. Yeah, another one. This is one of my favourites. Okay, yeah, fire away, man. Wiring looms. I'm here all night. There's <laughs> <laughs> people leaving now. What's going on? Um, wiring looms. You know, they're massive in modern cars, and they're yeah. really, really complicated. I can't remember how many kilometres of wiring there are in, in average Bentley. There's loads. Let's yeah. leave it at that. And it's full of copper, which room temperature or when it's chilly is, is very stiff but it needs to be fed through all the runs and channels and bits of the car that it needs to go and be clipped into yeah so alongside the production line the bit where the wiring's put in ovens and the wiring looms put into the they get warm big up. warmer uppers like plate warmers like those old hostess things your mum used to have in the 70s they pull it out and then it's all nice and supple and they can start feeding it into the car and it all fits nicely and then it hardens and it's yeah. not going anywhere the automotive form of plate warming. Yes. It, it, it was the going out and striking the car up when chokes were a thing and then going back into the house to finish your toast. <laughs> yes. Wasn't it? Well, also, did your, did your parents, do your parents, uh, have a thing about cold plates? Uh, my mum likes to warm plates, mm. but, my, <laughs> but she warms plates for a family that don't want warm plates because... My dad really likes colder food and cold coffee, and I sort of do, and seemingly my son does. So my dad used to regularly take a plate of dinner that was lovely, had time spent on it, and put it on the back doorstep for five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) The more I think about it, the more my dad is a bit like the dad from Friday Night Dinner, if you've ever watched that. What I but then Poor like a local cat just start. This is the problem. I think one time we had. I think one time we went out there and realised that his meat was getting licked by a cat. That sounds really wrong. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And he was cross, properly cross. Because you know nobody wants your food interfered with before you've had time with it. No, because that's weird. But yeah, I, 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 there's a lot to unbox there. I'm not yeah. sure. I can... <laughs> It's, it's back to um, plate. Does anybody care about pl- warm plates? Well, it's meant to be a honest. good practice, isn't it? Because it keeps your food warmer for longer. But then that's the thing. It probably takes but longer to I don't really want eat. it. Don't, no, no, it's fair no, enough. No. Don't need it. I know. I'm not a plate warmer. Well, also, e- energy's expensive right now, Richard. Yes. You're using more energy to warm the plate that stays warm for maybe a minute, maybe two minutes. You're talking to a man who had to drive here today in a supercharged Range Rover because... Had to. ...other cars unavailable. <laughs> Broken? No, it's got a slow puncture, I think. And the stereo doesn't work. Right. And I could live with one, but the other felt safety critical. Because I can't drive without music on. <laughs> so I, I, left, I left the Panda at home. Also, it's, I think it needs a wheel bearing. Oh, bloody hell, this is an interesting You said to me last week, you went, Richard, have you just bought a shit car? And I don't think I have. I'm keeping the faith that it's all right. Can you imagine that if Roy Orbison had sung his song about <laughs> driving all night, but it was you? I drove one night. Well, I actually started off in the Fiat Panda. I had a seized wheel bearing, and then I no, got the AA seized. back it's to the house. The, the wheels do then... rotate, but the tyre, the front, one of the front tyres has sort of gone a bit flat again, which leads me to believe there's that issue... You know, you know hernias? Yes. <laughs> Not intimately, but I have heard of them. <laughs> I saw a, site, a car parked the other day with, on, 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 the, on the turn, and I always look at tyre baldness. Just yeah. seemed to have a bit of a thing about that. And um, it had a really terrible sidewall hernia. Oh. You know those ones that you don't want to look at because you think, ooh, it's under a bit of pressure there. Yeah. And it could blow out at any moment. I know. It's not as bad as a lorry. A lorry blowout can actually hurt people, can't it? Yes. 
But, it, but I, I winced and I walked away. I didn't make eye contact with it, just in case just, it did something. I feel like you should almost leave a note, though, because maybe they haven't noticed. Yeah. Did you know your tyre's got a hernia? Yeah. And they'll go... Tire hernia. The lunatic's left a <laughs> nonsensical <laughs> note on my car. I'll just throw that away. A lunatic. And then they'll veer off a motorway bridge. Um, always check your tyres for hernias, people. Always check your tyres generally. Nobody wants a sidewall swell. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> you don't. No. 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 I, I don't know where we're going with that. No, um, we're, we're not. Uh, oh, I know I was going to say, while we were talking about my dad, we had a little conversation about it on WhatsApp. The term holly bobs. No, I thought it was holiday maker that was well, your... Well, well, one became the other. So, I don't like the word holly bobs. I think it's a shit word. It shouldn't be used. It's not even shorter than holiday. No. Is it? No one's shortened anything. Apart from the fact that they've combined my dad's name with holiday. <laughs> holiday Bob. Holiday Bob is an entirely different thing. That feels like... Feels like a bad superhero. Um, when your dad's on holiday, just taking the food out of the hotel restaurant and putting it by the pool for a bit, <laughs> just to let it cool down. Um, Holobobs is one of those words that's like... It's, it's, it's infantilization of... Adulthood. I though, don't want it? it. It's just a bit annoying. But you, you messaged me about holiday maker. Yes, because it was it, it came up on um, a newspaper feed referring to holiday maker hell or something. I don't know. Holiday maker had terrible time when I don't know. He found a pen in his lasagna. Or so, <laughs> it's a shit story. I can't really remember it. But then I realised, does anybody use the term holiday maker anymore? Holiday maker. It's a rubbish term. You're just a person that goes on holiday. Well, you're not really making a holiday. Holidayist? I mean, tourist. Holidayer. Holidayer? Holidayer. That's an American, that's an American car from the 60s. Yes. <laughs> the <laughs> the 50s. Chevrolet Holidayer. Yeah, it would be, um, wouldn't it? No, holiday maker doesn't make any sense because that's not applied to other things. You don't, you don't just go. Um, You've got to make it. To, the loser out of order bringing frustration to piss makers it's just a, you wouldn't say that's a stupid <laughs> thing to say but is that what humans are piss makers well, so, are, so are cats technically cats are piss makers but, you're absolutely right no, I, don't, going? I don't know no you, I no. was gonna because I realised I was, I was sort of thinking oh, shit, we've got to do this show at Bentley and we should talk about Bentley's, Bentley's. Uh, but then I remembered that we haven't talked about the Ford Fiesta oh yeah which so is let, did yeah the officially Fiesta, dead the death of the Ford Fiesta was the other week a two, yeah, last how, week? Or the, uh, yeah, they officially announced it. How do we feel about that? Any sad emoji? There's quite a lot of sad, sombre faces, there's actually. A thumbs, there's a thumbs the down from the middle there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone? And, it, and no? it's still it's one of the best-selling cars in Britain. There's a lot of people doing that face that's... It's impossible to describe, but it kind of means... Mm. Got more important things to worry about. I'm not going to lose sleep, but... Yeah. Slightly sad, but not tragic. Well, because I, I saw a lot of people on, on the socials going, oh, it's a tragedy. Oh, God, the Fiesta, how could they do this? God, yeah. I can't believe it. And I was like, you're sort of forgetting that a lot of Fiestas were crap. I mean, yeah. that one from the late 80s... Mark was, 4? Yeah, was terrible. No, Mark 3. Oh, yes, the 3. Because the 4 was good, the fish face one. Fish face was good, yeah. Was actually good. Yeah. But the one before it was CAC, and the one before it was CAC as well, because the Mark II was rubbish. And the Mark I, where they hardwired the fan in to save money. Yes, they did. Because my childhood, if I sort of try and think of like five defining things of my childhood, one of them would just be, uh, oh, there was a Fiesta coming. Fiesta fan. Yeah. 
It's true, so isn't you remember, it? I don't know if people are old enough to remember this, but Mark 1 Fiesta, just, it was just a wall of fan noise with a small car behind it. And, because, and there's a reason for this, is because Ford wants to save money, so they deleted the thermostat from the lower spec Fiestas and just hardwired the fan in so it ran all the time. And, and that's why you come revolt. to these events, <laughs> to know this stuff. To learn things you will never be able to use in it's because they made them in Spain and they were, all, they were hot on the production line. Maybe. And they just left them all running. When I was a kid, we went on holiday to Mallorca, I think. We were holiday makers. <laughs> because it was the early 80s and people said that back then. We it's made true. ourselves a holiday. You made a holiday. Out of tinfoil and sellotape and an aeroplane. <laughs> and we had a Fiesta hire car, Mark 1. And we went off exploring the island, as of, you do. Of course you did. And the clutch went. <laughs> and we were stranded. Really? And my dad went, well, the clutch has gone on this car. What are we, what are we doing? And we found a phone box. Yeah. And rang the hire company. We're, we're stuck here in this village and the clutch has gone on the car. No problem, we'll come and get you. We'll come and bring you another car. And we stood at the Fiesta. Well, as it turns out, yes, because we're sitting there, it's, you know, baking hot middle of the day, crickets chirping, and it's like, oh, okay, so, you know, this is a nice view. We're sort of up in the mountains. It's so like the beginning of Club Tropicana, yes. wasn't it? But then suddenly a wall of fan noise is coming up the valley. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's a fiesta on its way. And it arrived, this bloke got out, he didn't really speak any English. I remember this vividly, it's weird, because I was only about six or something, seven, but my dad went, El Clutch is... <laughs> no, is kaput. No work, El Clutch. <laughs> no, is, is... And then sort of got in and was like... Left foot. And the guy was like... Mm, it's not a problem. I think well, like, a little bit of a slope. Yeah. And he just set off and then just dunked it into second with a horrible noise. And the last thing I remember is this little blue Fiesta just going off, sort of back down, down the other side. In of second. The no, you could just hear it. It was like wall of fan noise. <laughs> so... I was just jamming it in. Yeah. Oh, it was horrific. And my dad, particularly, because he's an engineer, was just like... Can't do that. And that was it. And then... That was the last we saw of that poor car. I've not had a hire car at a, at a holiday resort for a long time. You've been a holiday maker, though. Have you not I have been a holiday a maker, holiday? but in Britain. You haven't been a hire maker? No, I haven't been a hire maker. I haven't supported any hire car firms recently. I don't know why. I just haven't. Sort of quite... I, for complicated reasons, I thought I needed I, to hire a car. I had a Suzuki Alto. Sorry to interrupt. I had a Suzuki Alto in Cyprus once. And I had... And, my girlfriend at the time wanted the air conditioning on. We won't go down that road. We've, we've been, we've been, out, we've been please, down that road. Please don't. Please don't. Absolute waste. Anyway, uh, I had to turn it off to go up some severe hills. That's good, higher car. Had to kill yeah. the con to get up. I think that was the start of my, my real hatred of the con. Really? Yeah, I think so. It might have come from that alto and those hills. I uh, see. You know, I said I'd run a timer to make sure we didn't talk for too long. Yeah. I just realised I forgot to set it going. So anyway, this is. <laughs> you absolute flesh orb. That's fine. Go. We'll we'll figure it out. Um, I <laughs> seamlessly professional. No, I've got a book a hire car because we're going to America for Christmas, and I've got to book a hire car. Hang on. I'm sorry. Don't of say Christmas in America. Oh. Say holidays. I'm going to make a holiday. Ha- happy holidays. Oh yeah. Has well, I will be a holiday maker on two fronts, then, because there'll be holidays, holiday making brackets Christmas department, and <laughs> holiday making brackets we're going to a foreign country that we don't live in. What are you going to hire? Well, I don't know, because I hate or similar. Yeah. Because you go, oh, 
Well, we got so we got you know the kids and everything, and uh, so I'll just go. I don't know Toyota Camry or similar, and you'll turn up and they'll hey, we got a Humvee, and you go, I don't want that. No. So I'm not sure. It's sort of nerve wracking and exciting all at the same time. Anyone got any suggestions as to what should he what, what should he hire off of America this Christmas holiday? Sorry, this holidays when I make a holiday. A what? A press flan. Oh, what? What? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I still thought you said pressed flan. It's like, it's a delicious yeah, idea, but it's did, not going to get me to... You did drive a pressed flan. Pressed flan. <laughs> Just continuing the conversation about Fiesta fans being constantly on. Oh, it's oh, pressed no. flan. No, it's not. Well... Oh, press car. Oh, yeah, press car. Of press course. Car. He's not going to really pay for one. No, I... I <laughs> you are. I am. No, you're not. All right, I'll be honest. I, I think I've blagged something for the first part of our making of a holiday. There we go, you see. <laughs> and it's... For uh, listing reasons, because I'm going to write about it. Is it a Fiesta Raptor, the run-out model yeah. that we haven't had yet? <laughs> actually, that could be shit hot. It's so powerful that the cooling fan actually pulls the car along as well. <laughs> It's a fan car. Fan car. <laughs> uh, but no, then I, I need to... Um, I, I'm, I'm not going to try and blag something for the second part of the making of the holiday. OK. I'm going to hire something because of complicated reasons. I would pay for it with my own money. Shock, horror. Journalist in paying for something. Uh, but I don't know what to do about... Go for a hatchback that's now a booted car for the American market and it's a bit awful. I don't know if there's many around anymore. They've... What, They've like made the Toyota more, yeah, yeah. Echo that was a Yaris with a boot. That. Oh, yeah, they were awful. Did you ever see that Robin Williams film? 24-hour photo, was it called? Did anyone see this? A very odd film, but... And the way they made it quite clear this man was a loser and a psychopath was by giving him a Toyota Echo. It was really? just like, yeah. Straight away you went, oh, he's a bit of a wrong'un. Look at his car. <laughs> a bit of a wrong'un. I presume that was the intention. Sorry, spoiler alert, Robin Williams is a wrong'un in this film. Um... At least I think so. I fell asleep on a plane watching it, so I might have missed the middle bit where he did something else. But um... I was on a ferry recently, and it reminded me of um, I, I went I went on a like a cruise ship once when I had to go from Portsmouth to Bill Bower to dro- I drove an MX5 that was a launch model, a special edition, and I had to f- we had to take some photos of it in in Spain, and I had to drive it from Bilbao to Granada. There'll be a point to this in a minute. And (laughs) on the ship, it was an overnight thing on the ship, and uh, there was a film on in the cinema. And it was Insomnia, which I actually can't remember what happens in the film Insomnia, but I genuinely fell asleep in the cinema. (laughs) I I woke up at the end having no idea where I was. Completely forgot that I was on a ship. In fairness, if you're in a cinema, your first thought is going to be, oh, shit, I'm in a cinema, not I'm on a ship. Unless it's... Yeah. What happens happens in Insomnia? I've got no bloody idea. I think it's got um, Al Pacino in it. What, the ferry? No. (laughs) Yeah, the ferry starring (laughs) Al Pacino. That's exactly what it is. Is this when you went to Ireland the other week? You went on a ferry? Yeah. It was really good. I haven't been on a ferry for ages. No, I haven't. I haven't been on a ferry for, like, since the... 20th century I reckon it was good it was really good it was quite I noticed it could manoeuvre exceptionally well really yeah Phil can attest to that where's Phil there he is Phil how stable was that ferry (laughs) yeah really stable he was worried he was going to get travel sick got quite nervous so I made him eat an enormous breakfast well Uh, this is 
and said you'll be fine. It's part of my problem with ferries is that a, well, I have a few problems with them. Well, one of them is that, uh, to me, they always smell of sick. Yeah, yeah, the first ferry was a little bit like that. The second one was better. All the metalwork looks like it's been painted by hand. By which I mean someone's just scooped up paint and <laughs> smeared it onto stuff yeah, with their bare hands. Yeah. And once we were on a ferry... I'm just, I feel like I'm just all those tins of holidays. If you imagine everyone in, in Britain has tins of something in their garage, some sort of paint... And, and there was a tin am- amnesty, yeah. a garage tin amnesty, yeah. where you all went to your police station and went, I've got, I've got a litre and a half of yellow gloss. I don't even, in fact, it was in the house, it was in the garage when I bought the house. I yeah. don't know where it came from. I just haven't thrown it away. And, and then the ship companies go, right. Yeah, thanks very much. Have all that shit. What's that? Bright green. Yeah, yeah. no problem. We can have find it. a use for that. Yeah. Well, off wipes, no problem. Yeah, Irish ferries need that. Yeah, yeah we can get use. the boat out. So is it like in the Amish do a barn raising? Yeah, everyone in the town just come around. We're raising the barn. It's like come over to the port. We're painting a ferry. Oh, yeah, we've got all this. All cr- this has gone a bit crusty. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's got a big skin on it. Tear the skin back. Yeah. There'll be something <laughs> in there. Use the skin as a logo <laughs> for something, like in the cafe. <laughs> Honestly, there's nothing in the world more badly painted than ferries. A skin logo. Sounds <laughs> 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 <That's> awful. <laughs> Come on, our ferry. We've got a skin logo and everything. God. Screepy sounding ferry, if you don't mind. I'm not going to go. But maybe I'm maligning ferries because I haven't been on one for 20 odd years. So. That's good. But I was once on a ferry. We went on a family holiday to Denmark mm. and uh, we drove in my dad's Talbot Solara. <laughs> oh, God. And on the way home, yes. Yeah, Solara, what a bad car. People, so if you're Danish and around about 1984 and you were like, I've heard a lot of chappet noise in the village, well. <laughs> That was, uh, that was us. We were just driving through. <laughs> and they have those ferries with the... <clears throat> sort of like you've got the main, you know, inside the hull of the ship. But then there's shelves either side. And they're kind of, I think, on wires so that they can be lowered down. And one, of, one side failed and it went dunk like that. I mean, I'm exaggerating. It didn't go to 45 degrees, but it dropped. And we were in the car at the time waiting to disembark. Really? Yeah. It was terrifying. <laughs> it's good somebody went... Look, that car's crap. Yeah. But he's just... <laughs> well, it was like... It was a whole row of cars. Row, row of cars going all the way back. Just, boom, dropped. It was really frightening. And a metal plate that covered part of the, where the wire went through flicked off and dented my dad's that, Solara. That was my dad's dinner. He'd put <laughs> it out there. Yes. So why is it he crazy? It, it was too hot. He got it from the cafeteria. Had to wait an hour. Then it, then it piped down. That's... <laughs> I still can't get over your dad just putting food outside. Yeah. I'll never... Because so we've talked before about backdoor people, as in people who come to the... <laughs> no, no. <laughs> don't be dirty. No, 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 don't go there. People who come to the backdoor of your house. Yes. I'm a, I've just become a backdoor person again, not like... I Still no. No, because, because the house that I'm renting at the moment, I much prefer the back door to the front door. So I'm actually... Still no. <laughs> <It's> so... <laughs> I actually, so what, but yeah, but you're, you're allowed to go to your own back door. I'm talking about people who, when they call round, <laughs> fighting a losing battle do here, think, I feel. <laughs> Do you think backdoor people get in through the back door of their own car? I bet they've got a car. My brother. <laughs> I bet they've got a car like my brother. My brother's golf, the central locking's really bad. And when you go to unlock it, it it's like a Russian roulette of which one will unlock and which yeah. one won't. Yeah, yeah. And he's got bored of trying to fathom it all out. So he regularly <laughs> gets in through the door that he doesn't need. And, then, and the centre console's in a bad way because he gets in with, like, steel toe-cap boots and just shimmies oh, across. Man. Yeah, the interior's hideous. Do you know what I found out the other day, though? You know, our little VW e my wife 
goes to work in it. Mm. And she said the car park at her work is tiny, really narrow spaces. There's one reason why she loves mm. the up. She said you simply couldn't get a bigger car in that car park. It's a nightmare. She only told me the other day the car park is so tight sometimes if you get one of the worst spaces, she can't get out except through the boot. <laughs> Like Steve Wright in those paparazzi photos <laughs> where he's all sweaty and he's got a tie on that's too long trying to get out of a P38 Range Rover <laughs> through the boot because his garage is too narrow. She's doing that. What? She's like the second most senior person at the whole company. She's, she's getting out, out the boot of her own car. What? When was the last time anybody climbed up the boot of their own car? Anybody? Anyone? What? Was it in one? No, not, in, not like in... No. Oh. The key was a teaspoon. <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> you borrowed a friend's Camry and the key was a teaspoon, so you had to get in through the boot. Good, okay. Are you sure That's... that your friend owned the Camry? Yeah. <laughs> or is it like... <laughs> your Camry's a different colour today. That's weird, isn't it? But, um... I don't, well, I, I, I don't know what to say for the teaspoon and the Camry. Sounds like a child's, uh, child's poet, poet nursery rhyme or something. We, by the way, one of the... We, uh, you'll have noticed by the fact that we shambled out earlier on and then had to tell you it wasn't part of the show, that we don't put much theatre into this, but we did suddenly and belatedly realise if we reversed two Bentleys in here, we could climb into the boots, and as long as someone pressed the remote release at the same time, we could pop out <laughs> and, and announce ourselves that way. Maybe one for next time. We'll do that next time. With a Camry and a, and a couple of spoons. <laughs> That's a, of course, they don't sell the Camry in the UK, so we'd have Not to anymore. bring... Might import some just for that. Especially imported teaspoon Camry. For a really bad stunt that's not that impressive or funny. Um... That's what a great were you saying about... Oh, yeah, your brother... So your brother's Russian roulette central lock Yeah, 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 in the, in the Mark IV Golf. But... They just won't die. Oh, yeah, people getting into the back door of their own cars for no apparent reason. Yeah. And shimmying through. Which is great if you've got a flat floor car with no console. Easy. Easy. Yes. There's not many of those cars. Which brings me on to something very big. Okay. Your new car. I do. I do have another car. If yeah. you listen to the I podcast, say new. Christ knows why you'd be here if you don't. Um, <laughs> Christ knows why you'd be here if you do, but there we go. Um, it, it, you'll know that Johnny's been trying to find a new car to yeah. buy. Uh, we've had lots of suggestions. Uh, I haven't even shared the latest batch of messages we've had through that I don't think you've seen, including someone who sent us... <laughs> Impreza, an original shape in Pretza Estate. Yes. Uh, I think it's Japanese imports. And the ad says, uh, a paint can exploded in it. What? But I've replaced all the seats with new leather seats, and I think I've cleaned most of it off. <laughs> and then you look at the pictures, and the door trims tell a very different story. <laughs> but it's the shot of the speedometer to show the miles and to show the mileage is what it says it is. Yes. Where clearly, in the foreground of the shot, you can see a paint-splattered column store. Oh, really? Like, where was the can when how, it exploded? How big an explosion was this? I think it was like that episode of Mr Bean where, you know, he just, like, covers over the things he wants to keep unpainted and then blows up a can of paint oh, my. in the living room. It's like, it's... it's Anyway, I didn't send you that because I thought you wouldn't be interested. I mean, it, 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 it's like an art car. Not done very well. Yeah. I think that's probably the best way to... to but who's the guy with the spinning discs who throws the paint from a high? Uh, Damien Hurst. Oh. It could have been a, a lazy Hurst. Pre-prod. Pre-prod Hurst. Pre-prod. Subaru. So, anyway, I yeah. know the answer to this. Yeah. 
But perhaps you would tell the ladies and gentlemen... I don't know if it's going to be that interesting. We'll see. Uh, well, I, I don't know. Is, are we going to get an ooh or an well, ah the or the just what? The, the tack changed somewhat the remit for my needing to take the children to school and stuff, a car that wasn't a two-seater. And um, my videographer friend, um, Matty, who about a year ago bought this car, and, and I went to view it with him to have a good look around it because I was quite enthusiastic about it. Um, he's considered selling it, and he tried to sell it to me several times, and I said, no, it's, it's more budget than I'm... I'm needing to spend, wanting to spend right now, needing slash wanting. And um, so anyway, over the course of last weekend, he, he, he wore me down, Richard, over three days. A thousand pounds came off it a day. <laughs> and, and, I, and I didn't even haggle. I just, I, just, I just went, thanks, but no, it's still more than I'm, I'm wanting to pay for a car at the moment. And meanwhile, you know, <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I'm on my phone at one in the morning, cruising, car and classic, water trader, eBay, etc., etc., and uh, and so he said, "Look, Johnny, I think you should have it. I know you really like it. It, I, I've got other things going on at the moment. I just need to get something a bit newer. It's a Honda Element." Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There you go. You see, it was. It's met with flatness. No, it's getting a no. There's a subtle difference, but there was, you know, Death the Fiesta was kind of a. So it's a Honda yeah. element. This was a Japanese import of an American car. So this car was made in America. Went to Japan. Somebody in Japan didn't want it anymore. Somebody in Britain did. So they sold it to Geordie, and then he gave it away to you practically yeah. because he yeah. bartered himself down. He self haggled significantly enough for me to go. Do you know what? <laughs> Bollocks! I'm going to buy this car now. And I, and I, so I bought it yesterday, and, and, and what's good about it, as it's sort of like a van. It's a very simple beast, the, the element. Does everyone know what a Honda Element is? Yeah, anyone who knows what It's that yeah. very sort of utilitarian boxy... Matra Rancho has naughty intercourse with a Citroen C4 cactus. <laughs> and uh, and uh, what else? There's something else in there that needs to be in there. Something that's claddy. Uh, ooh, yeah. Simple but claddy. Claddy. Uh, yeah. I, I, sort of it, like a Bilingo, like a... Yeah. The Trekker. Kangoo Trekker. Kangoo Trekker. Little... Is there a little whiff of uh, sort of... What are they called? Those Isuzu Vehicross. Oh, that's a cool car. That's a cool car. Isuzu Vehicross. Vehicross. Um, and so it's all of those things put together and it's got a, uh, um, it's got a soft VTEC K24 <laughs> engine. I'm gonna, it's the easy listening of the VTECs. 
Don't expect a scream. Don't expect a screech. Uh, people aren't going to shout, you know, it's, it's VTEC, yo. It's a mild VTEC, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's an auto VTEC, it, it, I'm not sure now. It's just it sort of a Julio Iglesias of VTECs, yes. I'm going to say. Did you put any VTEC in this in the end? Yeah, yeah just, uh, yeah, just, just a it's little just bit. sort of like, yeah, if it was curry, it would be a passander. So at the lower end, the lower end of the VTEC. <laughs> it's like a gateway drug to VTEC. It's just going, yeah. here's, a, here's a little tickle, have a go on that, and when and you want something you know harder, it, come you've, back. You've, you've bought an immaculate Mark 1 NSX, but that's, you know, hopefully Matty's got one of those that he can no, sell he to you for 50 quid. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah. I must tell him about those. <laughs> I, uh, so if you're listening, Matty, uh, you buy, buy a couple of those and get bored within a year. I think that's a great car for you. It's very you somehow. Yeah. But it's also practical. And so, to my reason, I remembered to prompt you about this. Yeah. It, can you... Am I remembering correctly? You can walk through from the back to the front. Yes, you can. You can. So you can backdoor your own car. You can backdoor no. your own car. And, and what's cool, you can back-backdoor it if you actually wanted to, which means you go in through the tailgate, which is split like a Discovery. Is it? Yeah. So I've got picnic bench with a rain guard visor thing. And um, you... The back seats, um, you can hinge them up sideways, oh. like, a dis- like an old Defender. Don't yes. they hinge up? Yes. See, it's got elements of discovery in it, but with the reliability of a Honda. Which so is... Amazing. Amazing. Because that engine never dies. So you can hinge up the, side, the seats at the side uh, and then go through to the front. There's not really a centre console. It's very low. Yeah. Um, and worryingly... I think the gear shifter is a little bit chody. It's an auto, right? It's an auto, and it's on the dash. It's not a column. But the problem is, is it, I'm worried that it is a little chody. So as a result, I, I, don't, I don't like to hold it much. And I, I might actually put a tea towel in the, in, in the door pocket to I cover it with a tea towel when I'm not, when I'm not using a it. A modesty cloth. <laughs> Surely, like, though, like a that would have been cloth. an original... Japanese market accessory. Yes. If they felt that the... Uh... I found this out the other day. Bloody hell. Somebody sent us this, and I, uh, I checked it. There's what? a guy who designed the... Worked on the design team of the original Nissan Titan. You know, those are the full-size pickup that were sold yeah. in the US. Yeah, the F-150 rival. Yes. Yeah. And he... Or be, would it be a Nissan Titan if... Nissan. Clark, if, if Clarkson said it, because he used to say Nissan... All the Nissan. time. He said Nissan. He never used to say Nissan. Nissan. He says Nissan. He says Aston as well. With an I-N at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. But then I once had a massive argument with him about how you pronounce tacos. So it's... Ta- tacos? Tacos. The no, food not, stuff. like a lorry driver keeps an eye on how long he's been driving, as in like the, the food food stuff. Mexican food, yeah. How does he say a taco? Tacos. What? And I went, it's not pronounced like that. And he went, yeah, it is. And I was what? like, but it's not. Yeah, it is. Does anybody so it wasn't say... a very sophisticated argument. It was basically that for about an hour and a half. But Does yeah. anybody say Nissan? I can't tell the difference in the way you're saying it. Nissan. Nissan. Or Nissan. Nissan. Okay. It's yeah, quite obvious. One of them's in and one in. of them's an. Okay. Yes. Like Nissan. Like mi- San. Mi- Mr. Yeah, okay. Niss. Yeah, I, no, I get you. Yeah. Um, now and I've it, lost the point. Well, I, I can't remember Nissan we Titan. Well, anyway, the, uh, one of the guys who designed that was on a podcast, an American podcast. One of our listeners sent a link to it saying, if you want the ultimate Chody shifter, you've got to listen to this. <laughs> Chody shifter. The guy, so the, 
<laughs> the guy said when he was working on the interior design team for that car, yes. he was dating an extremely well-endowed Frenchman. He took a mould of this chap's... No, he didn't. ..and used it as the inspiration for the gear shift. No, he didn't. ..in the Mark I Nissan Titan. I promise you this is true. I can't believe this is true. So I feel like... The so it's a real-life, large-dong, I mean, moulded... Yes. Nissan... <laughs> Nis a Titan... Yeah. ..dong shifter. Yeah. What? I know. <laughs> you can't... You, can't, you can I use it, it to it. select foreskin or reverse. I, I, <laughs> I love our listeners because they're way more intelligent than we are. Well, they know. Or, I mean, or mucky, or as mucky, the case may be. Probably mucky. the truth of it. Yeah. Um, Gosh. So I know. I was. I was. I forgot. That's not a chain shifter. It's the opposite. Yeah. Which I don't have a word for yet. I, I did look up a picture of the Mark One Nissan Titan interior. I have to say, it didn't look very like it would be moulded on that, but I presume it's because there's probably some, you know, safety reasons. It went to... through a design workshop. And iteration. They all... Yeah, they and they went, I think, no. I'm not pleased with that one going into production because it looks like a big dog. Yeah. And so therefore, <laughs> therefore, I think we should come up with a couple more iterations before settling on that. That's the, what happened. When they sent, the, you know, the Nissan Qashqai? Yes. Was designed in Europe. And they sent... Yes. <clears throat> they started sending them to Japan. And when the first Qashqai's arrived in Japan, Nissan Japan, Nissin Jipin, depending on how you pronounce it, <laughs> said, <laughs> these, the, here are the ways in which these are failing our quality control. And one of the ways in which they failed Nissan's Japanese quality control, which didn't show up at all on their European quality sheet, is because the tyres had those little rubber hairs on them. Yes. Which I call pnubes. Tire pubes. And apparently the Japanese find them deeply offensive and they don't want them, and Japanese tyres do not have them on. What, they shave them off? They shave them off. <laughs> they're actually... Do you know, this is really boring, but do you know how they're formed? They're, they're, they're where there are air holes in the mould for tyres, and it's where little bits of rubber just made their way up the air holes. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my microphone. And the... Uh, and somebody uh, has to shave them off on the Well, I don't know. Maybe they don't have air holes and they do it another way. I'm not sure. It's basically but... someone on a factory manscaping... <laughs> <laughs> or ladiescaping uh, tyres before yeah. they go to the public. Yeah, but, but in Japan they don't like them at all. They think they're, they're, they look awful, so they wow. go but in Europe. I like it. It makes you feel like they're still fresh, even when sometimes they'll still have the hairs on them, but they'll be bald. Have you noticed that? Sometimes the hairs stay on for ages. Do they? Yeah. Because it's funny, because every time I get in... Like my Range Rover, I had new tyres put on it not that long ago, and they're still there, and I don't, every time I get in, I go, ah, good fresh tyres. Still hairy. Yeah. Still hairy. But I hadn't thought about that. They're probably massively worn on the inside. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They will be. Tracking's out. Because you've probably been driving around with eight PSI on one of the back tyres. It's been smudging it a bit, <laughs> hasn't it? And you can't read any of the writing on the tyre at all. Have you ever seen that, where the sidewall has no, no writing? Oh, because someone's been, yeah. Because it's been driving around with 10 PSI in it yeah. for, for weeks. Yeah. It's when you can hear a car coming. Yeah. And it's that sort of wet, sludgy sound. Oh, it's awful. That you could hear, even over the sound of a Fiesta fan... We just go, you just think, just, just go not, to a garage. Yeah, just you need put to get, some air in the tire. It's so slovenly. Yeah. Is it? I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I think it's like, apart from the fact it's dangerous, but it's also just slovenly. It's not looking after your car properly. What else have you got on I, your massive I, list of things? I just, no, I just wrote, I, I remember writing down this morning, bag for life, multi-car policy. <laughs> and I didn't know what it meant at first, but I've just remembered now 
what it means is, and this is, could be a first world problem, uh, a lot of people are now buying bags for life, right? I mean, they're not really for life. It's a bit of a lie. I've broken a couple of bags for life, and I tend to look after my bags. It's for a life. bag for the life of the bag. Like, what? Really? A bag so, for the life of the bag? Yeah. Yeah. It's a bag for its life. Bag for its life. So, what I'm saying is, I keep. They say like a dog for life. Well, they do actually, don't they? A dog for life, not just for Christmas. But the dog is for its but it's life. But for, for the life of the dog. You don't dog. get to keep the dog once it's died. That's revolting. Some people might. Well, you could have, yeah, anyway, we're probably going down. That's that taxidermy. Yes. That's not, that's just different. So, uh, shit, where was I? Bag for life. Bag for life. So, um, obviously doing this sort of job, you drive lots of different cars. <clears throat> got a, got a Seat Leon estate out there. It's not a Bentley, unfortunately, but it's what I drove here in. And um, had to go to the supermarket. I've got a, a thousand and one bags for life at home. Haven't got one in, the, in that car. Had to get, and I didn't want to get another bag for life. No, because like I've already got 101 bags for life. I don't want to get another one because that's buying more bags. That's what you're not supposed to do. So, therefore, what do you do? What do you that's do? why, because you know, last weekend you messaged me, and I, you, for some reason, you messaged me and went, Are you drinking again? And I, because yes. it was the middle of the day, and for some reason, I don't know why you thought I was drinking, but and I, I was like, No, but I have just walked through a park in central London carrying a bottle of gin, a bottle of wine, and a bottle of washing-up liquid. Oh, yeah, what And it looks like I'm going for one hell of a night out. <laughs> but it was because I refused to buy a bag for life, because I only needed yeah. three things. Bag for life refusal. And, yeah. So, the problem, what I'm trying to say is, I've got to try and distribute my bags for life amongst all the vehicles. I say all, I'm not the Sultan of Brunei, am I? <laughs> well, now he's a... Imagine if that bugger had one, at least one in every car. I imagine he's a jewel encrusted as well. So, oh yeah, it's going to be quite. It'd be a Louis Vuitton uh, bag for life, type of thing. Probably, I'd rather have a bag for life. Maybe he just has a head bag. bag. He has a series of '80s sports bags. He's got an MG tote. No, no one. No, he dreams of having an MG tote bag. In the back of his... For the listeners at home, Johnny's brought an MG tote bag for reasons that will become maybe clear at some point in the future. They will be. But sadly not a broken Saab rucksack that I was promised. Oh, you're bitter. I just wanted to see it. I've got... Listeners, I've got um, one of the last launches of a Saab before Saab passed away. They're actually not dead, I don't think, or are they? Halloween's just been. Is Saab one of those things that comes out... No, Late at night, shuffling sort of, towards your door. What, an animatronic corpse of Saab <laughs> coming towards you with its lights on. <laughs> yeah. Even if it's the daytime. Darkness falls across the land, yeah. etc. So, one of the last Saab launches, I got a Saab rucksack as a gift. And it's quite a nice one because the zips have got little aeroplanes on. Oh. Uh, they're the shape of, a, of an aeroplane. Huh. And um, I've kept it, even though the zip is broken, and therefore I can't keep anything in it because it falls out. So it's a pointless rucksack. It doesn't do anything other than carry things. But I've kept it, and you said tonight, you, um, we need something to put the questions from the audience in at, at the side of the stage. And I said, oh, I've got some rubbish bags somewhere. Oh, I've got a Saab rucksack that doesn't have a functioning zip. And you went, Perfect. I can't find it. I've, I've got it. I've got it somewhere. But well, now, the re- recent house. But you moved. could use your Saab broken Saab rucksack as a bag for life. Could I? You though? don't need to zip up a shopping bag, do you? Uh, no, you don't need to zip up a shopping bag. You're absolutely right. Maybe I will. Just I'll use a broken zip. What? Put it a in every. A broken Saab rucksack is for life, not just for. That's absolutely Christmas. true. I miss Saab. 
Yeah, I, I do miss well, Saab. Yeah, I suppose. Does anybody so. miss Saab? Yeah, there's, there's a bit of nodding. There's, there's a, a significant amount of nodding. Because it's a, they were lovely. I did see a really late 9-5 the other day. And the I'm one with the big, went, sort of chubby... Not the Dame Edna one, the one after that, the new one that barely existed before they Yeah, yeah, that, I love that one. I love that one. It was... Has anybody oh, it wasn't that good a car, but it was sort of nice. They are nice. I'd love one. I'd love one of them. Um, anyway, so what you're proposing is that for people who have a lot of press cars, there should be some kind of what? Like bag for life? I think if you've got more... How many people have got more than, say, two cars here? That's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. Yeah. It, the struggle is real. Okay. <laughs> you need to have bags for life in all cars. Okay. okay. In the door pockets, stuffed away. But it's relatively simple. You just need to have... If you have two cars, you need one, two bags for it's life. Not, it's not... It just doesn't... Because, because when, you take the ba- when you take the shopping into the house from the car, you'll, you'll have to redistribute. And I always forget to redistribute. And that's where the problem lies. So anyway, what Who I'm saying, you? do you know what I did the other day? This is why I'm going back to the reason why I was saying, do you know what I did? I had a coat on, I took my coat off and I filled my coat with shopping. <laughs> but then you I, just look like you're stealing. <laughs> no, no, I did it in the till. You still look like you're stealing because then you've got to leave the shop. I, was, I, I tottered my way to the till holding an enormous amount of stuff. <laughs> they give you the basket. And then just you have to bring a basket for life from home. No, so I didn't want to... They've still got those. No, because I thought if I don't use a basket, it's like training for when I go from the till to the car. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't born yesterday. And so when I got to the till, I, I threw it all down. Ah, I down. Then I ran round to the other bit. And I was in Aldi, and you know how bloody fast they go. <laughs> shit me. Do they? Oh, shit, they whip through. You, you can never pack, never pack bags quicker than they can throw it through. Never. They throw it so... F- it's like basically till drag racing. Why? What? <laughs> blip, 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 blip. Why blip, are Aldi blip. doing it faster than, say, I Tesco? Think, I think they get... I think there's a PB incentive... Within the company. Oh. If anyone's listening to this who works for Aldi, they'll know. Is there a little, like, speed trap? It's like a drag strip they, down that it conveyor. It is like a drag strip. Honestly, they throw them down. Anyway, so I, I filled my coat up. I, cle- <laughs> I, I, cle- I, cle- I clenched the cuffs so nothing fell down the cuffs. And I zipped Wait, it up. Wait, I just turned it upside oh, down. Oh, you used it as a bag? My, my coat was a bag for life. You weren't wearing the coat? I took it off oh, at the till. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I had images of you, like, you know, shoving a no, pack like a of Kit down the sleeves no. and then... I took it off, zipped it up, turned it upside down, I clenched the cuffs, pushed them to one side and just put stuff in and then took it out of the shop like a shit swag bag. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm telling you this. It's not even interesting. Well, no. no I, and I didn't even it's... write... I, I did, I wrote the bag for life thing down. So... Um, now, one qu- a serious question that I was going to put to you, Richard... Yes. ...was, I'd like you to think of the most dangerous vehicle situation that you can think of. And while you're thinking about... The most dangerous vehicle situation yeah, I can so think I- of. I'll give you my example. So I thought of what's just really... Like, you know something's going to go quite badly wrong. Definitely. What, and immediately. So you think of people, the vehicles, maybe the place... Lack of safety, all these things can be woven in. Well, if YouTube has taught us anything, it's that it's an American man in a Mustang leaving <laughs> a car meet. <laughs> or, or the one recently, the Camaro guy. Oh, where he actually <laughs> fell out of the... Has everyone seen that, where the guy in the Camaro tries to leave a meet and, spoiler alert, falls out of the car? Actually falls out of... 
actually falls out of the car and the car exits stage just right. Just goes off. Just disappears <laughs> off. Nobody knows where it went. That's it. I almost don't want that video to carry on because it leaves it imagining the oh, aftermath. I'd like the car to still be ticking over and slowly going off wherever it <laughs> yeah, was going off. Like the littlest hobo. Yes, it's just right. off. It doesn't quite There's hit anything. It keeps on calling. That's it's right. Off. It's gone. Uh, eight, he, eight, eight miles an hour with one door open <laughs> and it just manages to re <laughs> it's, just, it's just idling against the auto box. <laughs> dun, 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 it's dun, a high dun, idle because maybe it was cold. Noel so Gallagher's keeps... high idling Camaro. Yeah. Oh, Gold, Noel Gallagher wouldn't be out tonight with his high-sided vehicles. No. It's, it's extremely uh, dangerous. Gale force winds. <laughs> it's Amber Alert, Amber yeah. Watch, or whatever yes. they call it, isn't it? It's Amber Heard. It's uh, Noel Gallagher's high wind warning. Yeah, um, it's, it is. It's in full force tonight. <laughs> Noel Gallagher's uh, low bridge strike. <laughs> 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 because, in all honesty, uh, where we are in crew, where Bentley are based... There has been a lorry and bridge incident, uh, I believe, which is why some people were a, a little bit late here. Uh, hopefully no one actually in the audience struck a bridge tonight. Anybody strike a bridge? Anyone? No? No, good. that's Phew. good. That lorry driver literally took it to the bridge and then peeled, <laughs> and then peeled it open by the sound of it. Um, but, yeah, so... Uh, where was Sorry, it? what was that? Incidents, yes. Incidents. So what's the most dangerous vehicular situation? Well, here's, my, here's, my, here's my entry. I'd like everyone to think about this amongst themselves. I'm thinking it's Ozzy Osbourne, who's a liability anyway, regardless of a motor vehicle, but leading a modified quad bike squad gang. <laughs> 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 so, so heavily modified quad gang. Yeah. Or uh, What do Americans call quads? Uh, ATVs. ATVs, ATVs. Um, but all of the quads have got unlubricated throttle cables. You know, so, so it feels really stepped. There's not a smooth twist to the little thumb. So it's like a sort of on-off, yeah. kind of really jerky. And they've all running permanent nitrous oxide that wasn't Just needed anyway. So it's really it's like a, an angry dog on a tight lead that won't, like, listen to any commands. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and that no one's wearing helmets. Of course. Um, and they're, an incred they're going way too fast, but on very narrow Spanish or Cornish streets. <laughs> <laughs> this is becoming preferably incredibly cobbled. specific. I was thinking about this on the journey here today. Uh, and then I wrote down at the end, also amphetamines. <laughs> because I thought, <laughs> well, it has to be dangerous. Right? So, so and Aussie's the leader of the gang. Ozzy Osbourne's the leader again, so he's setting the pace. But he also keeps insisting he knows the way <laughs> and making extremely sharp turns. Very. Oh, those are down here. And oh, then you go, whoa. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's got no, it's got a, a what are they? They've got no diff at all, those things. No, they've they? got no diff They're at all. They're lethal. And he's decided to keep his in four-wheel drive. I don't know if you can actually change them from four to two. You probably can't. But he's also not checked his tyres. So he's got really, the front tyres are really hard and the back tyres are really soft. He's got a like sand setting on the back. And on the front, it's sort of like hypermiling setting. <laughs> he inflated the front. He's gone away. to have some drugs. Yeah. Came back. Oh, thought he'd already done the rear, so he just did the fronts again. Yeah. And he's got a sidewall hernia on one of them at least. <laughs> so let's just recap there. Really, yeah. So jerky, probably seaside town uh, throttle cable, unlubed. Yeah. Really notchy and horrible. Yeah. Permanent nitrous kit, very eager, not yeah, appropriate. Yeah. Already a heavily modified quad bike. Yes. 80 psi in the front tyres, 12 yeah. at the rear. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And he's on Cornish cobbles. He's on Cornish cobbles. Oh, and, and narrow streets and amphetamines. That's where I'm going with that one. 
Well, I can't think of anything what more could possibly than go that. wrong. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? I'd like to watch it though. It'd be like the uh, Pamplona bull running thing. That's cobbled streets in Pamplona. We've talked is about it? Pamplona. Yeah, it is because because the bulls regularly get out of shape on a tight corner. They do because the tr- trotters don't grip wet cobbles very well. There's a little bit of no, but uh, the bulls run an open diff, don't they? They just they do. <laughs> a lot of power they, is going they, out they the unloaded leg, and it's just like the dog on a marble floor. Like the, oh my god! I love that dogs. Why do dogs have open diffs? They're just amazing. They're a nightmare. It's like the celebratory um, at the end of a WRC event. They do a pirouette, the four-wheel drive pirouette celebration. It's always very good to watch that. Subarus. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As was, they were very good at it. Yeah. Pretty much every rally car's four-wheel drive now, isn't it? So, oh, yeah, they can all do that because they've got those tricksy... It's that celebratory things. pirouette, dog on the marble kitchen floor. <laughs> I don't know how you start a dog off to do that, though. How do you set it off? Well, it go if it's anything that? like my dog, it's just... Are you talking about the chasing its tail? Just I mean, that's just really pure fuckwittery on the dog's part because <laughs> the tail's there the whole time. <laughs> it's why the tail suddenly becomes a surprise to the dog and must be vanquished. <laughs> Only the dogs know. <laughs> I'm sure someone's tried to research it and they've come back and gone, oh, we've spent nine years looking into this and we've concluded that they're just fuckwits. <laughs> <laughs> what, dogs? Yeah. 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 I agree. And people on quad bikes, but <laughs> I that's agree. a separate thing. Let me ask you this. What's your idea of hell? Uh, well, it probably involves DJ Khaled. Yes. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, but, but the, see, my idea of hell is that it's not. He's probably really happy, but so happy that it's extremely upsetting and annoying to everyone else. Yeah. What? Because he's at like a wake or something. Yeah, and he invades your personal space all the time. In fact, he might be connected to you. You know, like the, when you first do skydiving, you have to be. Chained carabinered to somebody else. Yes, he's carabinered to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I think it yeah, involves. He that. strikes me as the kind of man who'd claim to know about skydiving and then actually not. Yeah, he's the guy. Khaled, did you put the parachute on? No, we no, What's a parachute? No, I don't. Oh, parachute. You don't no, need that. Khaled doesn't do parachutes. No. It's that a um, Greek word I don't understand. I someone sent us a video last week of him looking around an aeroplane, claiming he was going to buy it. But not like a private jet, like a, you know, G. Well, like a Ryanair aeroplane. Yeah, like a, a commercial aeroplane, but one of those ones that's been done out for, you know, the Sultan of Brunei. So I think it was a 757 or something, fitted out with a bed and a, um, uh, a kind of <laughs> dining room and stuff. I can't bear the idea of DJ Khaled looking around anything, but especially he... when he talks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we can't do this. It's just, he, I'm sure um, he's a lovely guy. Sweet guy. Lovely. But sweet. he was looking around it in shorts. He look, basically, he always looks like he's shat his pants in a strange town <laughs> and had to run into Sports Direct and grab the first things he can find. And he claims to be a millionaire. I'm not buying it. <laughs> Did you? He sort of. He dresses like an Australian builder at best. And so he's looking around this bloody, whatever it is, multi-million pound plane, claiming he's going to buy it, maybe, in like some tan, but not even like tailored shorts, just he's like doing sort it of... really quickly because he saw it himself. He'd be like, look, let's just okay. stop this from being embarrassing. I'll just buy the house. Everyone get out. And he Everyone kept... get out of the house. I've bought the house. He anyway. gets on the bed with his shoes on, which is an immediate no-no. It's the kind of thing your mum would shout at you for. Ah, yeah. And then go back downstairs and get the plates out of the oven. But, yeah. So I was just like, I think he's a bluffer. I don't think he's a millionaire because who's buying his records? They're terrible. 
I think he's just he's got confidence. Yeah, blind confidence. Which is why he'd jump out of an aeroplane and then go, where we're going, we don't need parachutes. But that's why it's he like goes out to sea and the then doesn't realise how to get back. Yeah. And then f- tries to phone his wife and his phone goes dead. And then... <laughs> Seriously. Um, anyway, it was, a, it, was, it was a kind of leading question to ask. Your idea of hell, it's not a theological question, it's just I realised we stayed in uh, some friend's house... Come on, where's the plural there? Her friends. Some friends of ours, their house. Friends is of houses. Friends is houses. Yes. Our friends have one house. I feel like I'm doing like French grammar now. Um, j'habite à Maison d'Abmi. Um, so, some friends of ours were away. We needed a place to stay in London last weekend. Yeah. We stayed in their house, like an Airbnb, but Sweet. free. And I remembered something I'd forgotten for a while. Hell is someone else's kitchen. Because you cannot find a fucking thing. Yes. And they don't tell you about the cupboard door that's going to come off if you look at it. So you're going, well, I've been in every single drawer and there are no teaspoons. Surely they don't. Oh, that's come off. They do. What kind of psychopaths keep teaspoons in an eye-level cupboard? Oh, and you wow. learn more about people you think you know well by going through their kitchen when they're not there than anything else. You I... could live on a desert island with them for a year and you would not see into their soul as deeply as trying to find the fucking coffee in their mysteriously laid-out kitchen. <laughs> I stayed in someone's house last week and I opened what I thought was the fridge, but it was the freezer, which isn't interesting. <laughs> Anyone can do that. However, it was so full of stuff and I needed to get something out of it. I had to pretty much take everything out of the freezer to find it, which took ten minutes. I emptied a freezer for tw- ten minutes. A stranger's... <laughs> not, well, not, not, not a stranger. A friend, but they were out, so I couldn't ask this, them where anything was. Did you use a teaspoon to get into their house? I didn't use a teaspoon to get into their house, but I did accidentally take their house key home. I realised it was in the car when I got home. And I live a really long way away from them, at least four and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they had a spare one, but I've got to, I've got to sort that. That's funny, because what I did was shut our friend's keys in their house. Did you say shat your friend? <laughs> the... No, sorry, I was, using, I was using the Nissan pronunciation. I meant shit. Oh, OK. Uh, the okay. keys in their house. <laughs> and they were already the spare set that we got off a neighbour. And, and they were hundreds of miles away on holiday. Did you break in? I contemplated using my son, because he has thinner arms than me, to yeah. reach through the letterbox, because you could, you could get the latch. Yes, you can. It's a long and not interesting story, but we got back in the house in the end. Yeah, we mustn't tell listeners how to get into yeah, houses into, that into aren't my friend's house. Or locked. <laughs> but, um, we should probably uh, wrap this up. I don't know what time it is, but I'm assuming it's time to stop. We, We've been getting lots of signals of, please, dear God. Do you want us to end it now? End it now? End it now. I mean, I can see a lot of people yes. nodding, so I'm going to say that. <laughs> yeah, no, not you, them. So it we, feels we, like being at a DJ Khaled gig, except we're DJ Khaled. Uh, please please stop. stop. Please, please, that's please my no idea more. of hell. So we'll, we'll, we'll knock this on the head, yes. I think. Yes, we will. But that's fine. We can do the other housekeeping bit in a minute. We'll oh. do the bit for listeners at home first. I'm just going to touch this DSG trombone. Well, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Oh, it's still wet. Before it's... <laughs> I think it, it, my finger definitely stuck to it. For this at then. home, we've been given a beautiful DSG trombone, which is actually a trombone with DSG incorporated it? into it. It's quite incredible, but the, the kind person who gave it to us warned us that it is still wet. It looks like, so. a, it looks like a prestigious um, it looks movie, like a movie trophy. Award. Yeah, yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. I'm, um, I'm the best director of 2018 yeah. <laughs> uh, of a foreign-spoken film, and that's what the award was. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, all right, well, anyway... That's probably enough of all this. On that uh, side of on things. On that side of things. Yeah. Before we go, uh, I have three things to tell you that I'm desperately hoping I can remember now. 
The first one is that Johnny has a solo YouTube channel. Oh, no. Here we go. Uh, in which he prepares a comprehensive surf and turf menu from a rudimentary kitchen beside large bodies of inland water with the Duchess of Cambridge. As you can probably guess, it's called the Make Steaks and Bake Hake by Lakes with Kate show. <laughs> 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 Did it the other way round this time, just for a change in exercise. It's good, you bloody learned that. <laughs> it's a fucking miracle, dude. you fool. Uh, the second thing I've got to say is just another massive thank you to you all for coming here to be our audience. Uh, yeah. And a huge, huge thank you to Bentley and particularly to Mike Sayer from Bentley, who organised all of this and very generously let us into their factory and places where they don't normally let people see. So thank you to Bentley and to Mike. Yeah, um, and the third thing I've got to tell you is that tiramisu did not appear in any cookbook until 1980. Really? Mm. See, there doesn't Mark... <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> pretending to be interested. Yeah. Uh, Mark... <laughs> doesn't Mark Bolin from T-Rex say tiramisu in that song Metal Grew? I used to think he said tiramisu. tiramisu. No, it's everything Does... but the girl, isn't it? Tiramisu, like the desert's mask. Does he say tiramisu? Or I... Probably, yeah. But that song was... Hang on, that song was made before 1980. Yeah, How would he know about it? Way before. The full story is Tiramisu's existed since about 1800, but it was considered an aphrodisiac and therefore a bit naughty, and so no one ever wrote the recipe down. And finally, in 1980, an Italian cookbook carried the recipe, and then an English language followed soon after. So sometimes it's erroneously said that Tiramisu didn't exist before Erotic the 80s. dessert? Yeah. I don't know why. That's a great way to end a podcast. It really is, isn't it? Isn't and it? on that extraordinary creamy delicious note uh, thank you ever so much for listening at home thank you ever so much for tolerating this in the I was going to say studio it's not in the no, centre of excellence that <laughs> has very much now been soiled by our presence um, we'll do this all again very soon yeah we will but until then goodbye thank you bye <laughs> Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.